halls of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios, Sidetracked with Armstead and Poosh. Brought to you by the Second Baptist Barn Grill, your exorcism specialist. Welcome back for yet another exciting episode of Sidetracked with Armstead and Poosh. My name is Armstead. My name is Poosh. Go figure. Week after week, we got the same guys on you. I know. And it's the same guys who the show's named after. Go. F- yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm all confused now. So, yeah, that's Wait about what it. you're going to expect for it here today. I'm <laughs> surrounded by idiots. Not the drop we were expecting, but we'll go with it. We know it's coming yet tonight. Just we, stay tuned. Because we both talked instead of just me. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you your moron. <laughs> so, as far like as... what's going on with the drops already. It's going to be a busy show. If that's good. I like that. I'll laugh a lot. Both time he does something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my nose isn't going to pick itself. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> And that crack needs itching, too. So <laughs> thank God you don't use the same finger anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's how this show's going to go. So Great heavens, what kind of radio show is this? A not very good one. I don't know why you guys keep listening. This is horrible. This is crap. What is wrong with you? Well, probably the same thing that's wrong with us. So that's yeah, I was going to say, that we, we kind of all share common aquifers, so we just blame the water. <laughs> so this week, we're going to recap some NATPA action. National champ- Points Championship was fe- uh, settled up this past weekend in Mason, Michigan. I know you and I had a great time with that. A blast. Oh, my God. The, the stories that we can't repeat are just awesome. <laughs> yeah. But... uh I think we should amend our uh, our uh, uh, ticket for president of the United States. And I, I think we should. Uh, I should think I should abdicate the seat and let Bob have dual roles. Oh no no no! Uh, he's going to become our press secretary now. Uh, even better. Yes. Even better. Bob DeBerg. We had him on the stu- on the show. What three weeks ago now? Yeah. Just an awesome guy. Do- has done wonders with the NATPA as far as keep reviving the club and. Uh, bring it to its modern form and still doing a lot. And we got the opportunity. If you follow us on Facebook, you got to see the live feed videos of uh, dinner. He does even better keeping us in stitches over dinner. I'll tell you. And that takes a lot because yeah. we, we're normally the ones cracking jokes. And it was, I couldn't keep up probably the best three hours I've had in a long time. It was a good time. Just constantly in stitches. It hurt. Clay Drenth was along for the way. And I don't think poor Clay knew what to do. <laughs> Uh, he, well, I think he knows Bob. Well, he definitely knows Bob better than we do. So he maybe he's he's desensitized to it a bit. But uh, we'll get to NATPA action in a little bit. As far as the news this week, it's April. It's Michigan. It snowed the other day. It's all gone today. So that wraps up the weather report. <coughs> Tonight, dark with widely scattered brightness toward morning. Wow. Are you certain? Uh, no. That's what we need to add. We're going to have to do our weekly weather report. But uh, unfortunately, we do our, or not unfortunately, but every week we do our obituaries and birthdays. We got that for you coming in here. 
Um, unfortunately, we do have an obituary today. Guy, I know you and I never really got to know that well. No. But I know some of our listeners did know him. Uh, Alvin Willis, he pulled uh altered uh, mini tractor puller with uh, MT pocket pullers here in the thumb and mid-Michigan minis. And uh, he passed way down in Florida um, earlier this week. So uh, prayers and thoughts to his family and his friends. Uh, guy I know was around the sport for quite some time running the minis and uh, lived just down the road for me. So uh, definitely prayers and thoughts for the family. Like always, if you know somebody who passed away involved with the sport, get a hold of us, AP at SidetrackPulling.com or on Facebook, Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh. And uh, let us know if somebody involved with your club or somebody you know who's been active in the sport who's passed away. We want to make sure they get their 15 minutes of fame and uh, the family gets the proper recognition that the pullers deserve because we are one big family and we're always out there uh, center stage every week. You know, Without the pullers, the shows wouldn't go on and uh, the people who put the time and effort behind the seat and been involved, they, they deserve their final farewell. So uh, get a hold of us once again, AP at SidetrackPulling.com or Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh on Facebook. Shoot us a message. Just give us a little brief story about the person and uh, let us know how he affected your life and your uh, your pulling community. Now a little more of a brighter spot. Birthdays. Birthdays. I'm not singing happy birthdays. So. No, I'm not either. We're not that desperate yet. And the way things have been going in the news, somebody might be putting a court challenge out there that maybe that should be copyrighted again and taken back out of the public domain, which may preclude are us from actually singing it me? on the air. No, well, I'm not saying they are doing it for that song, but it could happen with some of the BS. That's true. Been true. That's just, you got to be kidding me. So today, Thursday, April 14th, who do we have on the books? Nobody. <laughs> nope. No. Uh, first person I have is on Saturday. I got one for Friday, oh. West Michigan, second-generation mini-rod driver, Tyler Slaw. Oh, yes. I don't have Tyler. Uh, Saturday, we're going to roll right in. The man behind the name down in Terre Haute, Indiana, Dan Scheid, turning 64. Scheid Diesel Extravaganza, one of the biggest uh, names in diesel power sports out there. So definitely wish Dan a happy birthday. Then Sunday. We're going to see this guy the night before. We're going to see the guy the night before, and he will be on our show. Not this week, coming week, but the following week mm -hmm. when we revisit Hookers and Blow. And we're going N.A. But happy birthday, Mr. Scott Shoebridge, turning 36 years old. Pretty smart guy with engines that suck. Oh, God, just... Yeah, that sucks. That's all that <laughs> motors can do. They'll swallow a small midget without any problem with the air they bring in in one, one swoop. Oh, my. We'll we'll save that for the hookers of blow segment, but, yeah, it's Call him yourself, Iago. Ooh, ooh, you need that as a drop. Way ahead of you. <laughs> so from there, let's see. Nope, you don't pull. Nope, 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 nope. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Mr. Richard Booms. Yep. The Playing Dirty pulling team. Uh, been behind the seat of Playing Dirty and uh, um, Magnum Express. Yep. The past year, turning 
21. You know what that re- means, Richard? This year, when you guys come to Armada, it's not going to be your dad hanging his head Sunday morning when we're all getting ready to go. No, it will be you, and you're going to enjoy it. And we're going to watch, we're going to make Katie Foro watch you so she doesn't repeat your mistakes. <laughs> why, why is the fair sideways? <laughs> That's about it, too. Right. No, the best part with that is you make them put it on a fire suit and go pull on Sunday, which let's face it, Sunday's normally, what, 115, 170 degrees? Yeah, well, that's usually what it feels like. <laughs> when did I wake up on the sun? The you best, drank a lot. The best one is always uh, Justin Geiger, because Junior always oh, yeah. makes him run both tractors on Sunday, and Justin comes out looking like a damn cherry tomato by the time he goes... Damn, it's hot. Every year. Every year. But we're getting smarter. We're not as hungover or that. We're just having more of an alcohol We're getting older and better tolerance. (laughs) Another one. Michigan Tractor Pulling Association's own. Yeah. Amy Renshaw. She's going to be 28 for the 12th time. (laughs) Can't do that to my Amy. But a happy birthday to you, Amy. Great birth month. Sorry, no she'll, why we she'll smack me in the back of the head next month when if, I, if I'm out of line. That's right. I heard about that. She'll need a step stool. Let's see here. I love you, Amy. <laughs> you better. No, she. Well, we'll get to that in the NATPA part. But yeah, she was a huge help to us as always when we go. Oh, absolutely. Work, work those events with us. And one who isn't actually uh, directly a puller, but very much a pulling part, Christian Helmrich. Matt Helmrich's wife. Huh. Turning 25. So happy birthday, Kristen. And then, uh, I don't know, do we do the Thursday birthdays the day of or the week before? Well, I suppose by rights we should do it this week. Drew West, uh, street legal diesel truck puller. Uh, been active at many different polls and gets out there. Turning 49. A uh, week from today, so happy birthday to Drew. And that rounds out this nope, week's. Not, not all. I oh. got uh, also on oh. Thursday, NATPA puller from Pennsylvania, Mr. Greg Anderson. Oh. So happy birthday to you too, sir. He was on my track, pulls Division 2T. Yes, he does. John Deere. Yep. GM. Did we ever <laughs> find out what the difference is between a G and a GM? No, we haven't. As a matter of fact, God Dang, we don't get much feedback out there, guys. And all you dear listeners, and this is disappointing because we all should hit up your future brother-in-law. Yeah, one 800 nate Eifert if you want to know about a deer. Yeah, we need to know the difference because we're both red guys between a G John Deere and a GM John Deere. And I don't think it's a manufacturer, so we threw that out the book already. But AP at SidetrackPulling.com. Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh on Facebook. Please let us know the difference. And I know I'm not going to Google it because I have enough to do all day. And it's green. Yeah, you're right. I just don't care that much. <laughs> so with that, we are done with the birthday. Same as with the um, obituaries. Somebody's got a birthday coming up. Uh, let us know. They might not be Facebook friends with us. But, hey, we'll make sure they know they're getting older. So... Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll embarrass them properly. <laughs> and you know what? For the right person, I might actually sing. 
It'll probably get deleted off, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Yeah, the sound engineer is already reaching for the mute button as we speak. But uh, just fire the drop. I know you got one lined up. I, I'm afraid I wasn't on one. Oh, wow. And I'm the one who's supposed to be off this game today. So with that, we're going to take a break. This is Sidetracked on Pulling Radio Network. Hey fans, Jeremy Krieger here to talk to you about truck and tractor pulling from a fan's point of view. One of the foremost publications on Facebook that's all about pulling 24-7. Truck and tractor pulling from a fan's point of view. Brought to you by Jamie Darbro, one of the biggest pulling fans on the planet. Check out his page at www.facebook.com forward slash truck tractor pulling from a fan's point of view. You'll be glad you did. And tell him Jeremy Krieger sent you. And we're back with Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh. I'm pulling Radio Network. The original and still the best. Always will be. Been imitated. Will never be replicated. <laughs> so, NATPA action this past weekend. Mason, Michigan. First time the NATPA Points Championship Finals have been in the state of Michigan. Ever. And you know what? I got to start off bringing this back to this segment. At a just a giant round of applause for the MTPA, specifically Jared Badoon, mm-hmm. Todd Whipple, yep, Robert Neathhammer, yep, Dave Feldkamp, mm-hmm. Amy Renscheller, Mike Zimmer. The list goes on. Yeah, them guys knocked it out of the park. That yeah. has been probably one of the most fun pulls I've ever been to. Yeah. One of the most well-organized, and what a hell of a biting track. Mean, it broke parts and dreams. That was a mean, mean track. And it's not like a lot of tracks where you actually have to go out and walk it. This reminded me of the Deckerville Dino. Yeah, it did. This track, you looked at it, and you go, oh. Yeah. It was tight. The clay was right there. It was sucked together. It was holding every footprint and every fingerprint right to the T. This track was tight. You knew it was going to bring the horsepower. There's a lot of guys who want you. You heard them when we were standing there for the drivers meetings and that. And they go, well, we're going to come in and we're going to run this gear. And they will. We look at the track and go, nope, nope. And they go down a gear. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys who even got bit then. I know when we were tearing it out on, uh, Saturday afternoon. Oh my God! That Bob's was in there with his, his his nine seventy Caterpillar loader. It's a fifty two thousand pound machine. He's only trying to carve off a chunk with about a third of the width of the bucket. It's bringing the thing to a halt and making it spin all four tires on the concrete. That's yeah. how tight this stuff was. A three foot swath was bringing this machine right to its knees. Ten inches thick, and yeah, it, it was. And you know what? It was cool back in the starting line area when he was first tearing it out. He was pushing from the north side of the building toward across, yeah. straight across. And uh, I was standing there with Tanya. I said, watch when he comes this next time because I saw it move the first time. The second time he pushed it, this crack opened up 
you know, longitudinal with a loader. They went back about 10 feet and it just pushed the entire floor across. It didn't lift any of it up. It just pushed it. I was like, wow, this, this is a sticky tight track. It was, that was probably the coolest thing I've seen in the sport of pulling in a long yeah. time. Because let's face it, you and I were involved with the Shiawassee Great Lakes Classic pull. We're both owners of the pull. Help promote it, put it on every year. Our track's there. Yeah, the dirt never leaves. It's always there. And we go to a lot of outdoor polls. Lord knows we've been to our fair share. We never have gotten a scene, see a poll short of going to Louisville. Or something something big, you know, over the top like that, right? Because even Gordyville, the clay's there. It's yeah. just buried under sand. Yeah, they push the horse stuff they off push the of sand it. up. That becomes your sand pile. Yeah. This is the first poll we've actually got to witness the death of a track. Yeah. And this is a 10-inch track. On concrete, and to watch this thing come apart was just simply amazing. But not just to dwell on that. What them guys did out there for their first time handling a points championship mm-hmm. pole was simply awesome. Well run. I mean, we were turning tractors like they were no tomorrow. I mean, we were out there for, what, 10 hours um, on Friday? Friday, yeah. Yeah. 480 hooks. Yeah, and it just was nonstop. Just bang, 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 bang. Off you go. There was, there was a couple, you know, couple guys missed, but I mean, it was still bam, bam, bam. And if somebody missed, done. it was, you know, it was t- typically in the heavier classes where they're just throwing weights. <laughs> throwing weights. Yeah, you know, no big deal. We know about it. Skip down the order and off we go. You know, it's no big deal. Yeah, no. And it was nothing that, you know, other than that, it was always somebody throwing weights. Mm-hmm. It was nev- never anything major. You know, Bob was down at the starting line every day, both days, down there making sure people were yeah. lined up. He had a sheet. He had a headset on. He was making sure everybody was rolling. Still making the marks to pull his tractor. Yep. You know, the guys, you know, Jared out there. Jared was constantly up with us. Hey, what can I do better? Yeah. What can we do better here? And it, Nothing. Brian Lively said Nothing. it the best with his uh, post on Facebook about it. And Brian goes, without getting nitpicky about minute details. There's nothing. There's nothing you can do no. better. So hats off to you guys taking the first points championship poll for NATPA in Michigan and knocking it out of the park, raising the bar for yeah. every other poll out there. You guys did awesome. We can't thank you enough for having Charles and I there and Tanya and uh, giving us the opportunity to talk for you guys. Yeah, you great, know. great honor for us to do that. Um, I, I, I told Jared this during the weekend of the poll, and I think I said it to Bob too. National championships in our backyard, and we weren't there to announce it. I would have been upset. So, but I appreciate it. I really, really, sincerely do. Thank you for making that dream happen for us. They treated us great. I don't think I've had that much fun at a poll. No, in Michigan in a long time. No, didn't have to think about a thing. And, and by even beyond the MTPA folks, the NATPA crew were very organized as well. Uh, Allison Barber, Liz Welch, Curtis Rink, Judy Martin, just all over it all the time, keeping things moving for us. They made our job easy, super easy. You know, and Allison Barber, we got, I got to give her special thanks. You know, when we do Shiawassee and that, we're normally uh, fighting to get sheets or make sure we got sheets. I never once was looking for a sheet. No, they were they, there two, were there. three classes before minimum. Yeah. And she was always there, hey, what other ones do I have? And the NATPA crowd, you guys did awesome out there with us. Um, 
Jim Young, uh, Steve, uh, Steve Beckley, Beckley, tacking guys, making yep. sure everybody's honest. John uh, Foose was in there also. John and Lynn both very Lynn very both. involved. And Daryl uh, Cuskin, the new chair, chairman of the board now, he he was involved too. He didn't wait. He just said, "Hey, I'm you guys elected me. Off we go." Yeah, he was right there. He was there f- m- Friday morning, you know, to talk to the pollers. Um, him and Bob talked uh, Saturday with everybody. Yeah, it's nice to have a face NATPA that is willing to get out there, talk with the pullers, and try to improve the crew. Yeah, and nothing against prior regimes, so to speak, no. but the club's been lacking. Yeah, there was always like something that was kept secret. Yeah, secret, or just left unsaid. Plainly. Yes. And uh, Bob DeBerg and now with Daryl coming in, it was, it's a breath of fresh air. I'm glad to see Bob got reelected. He Um, stays as president. Um, Daryl Cuskin is now chairman of the board. Dan Alexander is no longer chairman, but he stays on the board as a trustee. Yeah. And Dan does a good job too. Don't get me wrong. And uh, tech, uh, head tech official now reverts back to Steve Beckley who did it before Jim Young. Yep. And uh, you know what? it's nice. These guys were honestly, whether people want to admit it or not, were on the verge of losing what they had. Yeah, and With, it's come way back from what it was. They're back from the brink, and they're making the right. We, they, we said it on the show. They're making the right moves. They they made the card change at the right time to not be on that extreme brink where it's barely recoverable, but they were able to make the changes necessary mm-hmm. to keep the club alive. And keep antique pulling out there because let's face it, you and I are involved with many county fairs, you know, several big pulling organizations. And we've watched, you know, what you and I grew up with watching the antique tractors, whether it's a 4,500 pound or a 6,500 pound class. You know, that was commonplace at the county fairs. Very Week after week, you know, and it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. We so, we cling to it here at six thousand pounds. Yeah, we and it we are seems the only like ones. seems like it's always on its deathbed. Uh, actually, hooks for that class went up by one this year. First time they've added a hook in quite some time. Oh, this year we did. Yeah, they had a Shiawassee. Oh, really? I guess I'm going to have to yeah. take mine over there now. Yep. <laughs> but uh, or at least I was. That's what I was told. Um, it's not. Final well, schedule, we know but I was how told it was we added. know how to finalize, and it was a good. It was a check that It one. was a pretty good source, so I trust it. Last name of Jay? Uh, n- no, starts with a G. Lives over there too. Oh, pulls in the class. I figured he'd has, know. Has, uh, has a nickname involving an aspiration system? Yeah, that guy. That guy. That guy. We saw that guy. I saw him, but he didn't come over and say hi. Well. He he came over and said hi, not to me. He came over to say hi to Tanya. <laughs> That's okay. But what we're getting at is back because we got sidetracked. God, that happens a lot on this show. We should name the show after that. We really ought to do that. What do you think, sound engineer? I think it's a great idea. All right, going All right, forward, you're going to check us out at Sidetrack with Armstead and Posha on Facebook. Or AP at Sidetrack Pulling. There we go. We got a website now. Sidetrackpulling.com. Search it on Google. Yeah, yeah. And Yahoo. Or, or, them. or if you're one of those goofballs who uses Bing, Bing. I suppose it's on there. <laughs> this is why you and I are so well together <laughs> on this. I was just going to make a Bing comment. Uh, yeah. 
Or for the old people who still want to try using Ask Jeeves, well, that's just ask.com now. And I think you can find us on there, too. If you don't have anything else to do, I'm sure you can wait until Alta Vista loads that. (laughs) Well, I'm sure those using Internet Explorer will get the joke sometime next week. (laughs) They'll still get it before the ones who are still on Netscape 7. (laughs) But what we're getting at with that is antique pullings died off. You've got mail. (laughs) Sorry, Explorer hasn't loaded that for me yet. (laughs) My free AOL CD ran out last week, uh, <laughs> but I got a three by five or a three point five floppy. I was gonna say of. mine took two three and a half floppies. <laughs> <laughs> I kept trying to jam it into the SD card slot in my laptop. I didn't understand why it wouldn't fit. <laughs> Gotta buy one of them external ones. They even I don't even think they make those anymore. I bet you somebody does. Just trying to remember where it is. <laughs> I, think, I, th- I think it's at the office. I say, I know you really? still have one because you and I talked not that long ago. You were looking for a three and a half floppy for some some server or something you were dealing with. Some, you had to back up. Some dinosaur of a server I was working on, yeah. <laughs> but could be worse. Could have had to find a five and a quarter. I got an Apple E that still runs on there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice part no viruses. <laughs> you could write your own, though. <laughs> yeah because to be to open a file i have to actually write code yeah you gotta write code to do it. <laughs> it's such a thing that people don't even realize i mean my, i grew up in that that tweener generation where every kid learned basic i yeah. mean we all knew it you had to to boot oregon trail yeah <laughs> or vol- volcano oh i had i had a bunch of, anyways but as we're talking, and now we're talking about dinosaurs, we're talking about antique pulling. It fits in. It's all good. But I mean, I'm an antique show host. USA or US what USAP and uh, NATPA are basically the last strongholds for antique tractor pullings, tractor pulling. And let's face it, up north here, it's all NATPA. We don't have any USA USAP pulls up here. No, USAP doesn't really, even as a group, doesn't travel as much as they used to. Um, but their rule book did. It made sense and still does, and it's relevant. And they use it in places like Tunica and the, the Mid-Atlantic Super Pole that was out there. And boy, you, wow. Uh, that event that took place out there in Pennsylvania. Oh, my God, I heard the 740 numbers. hooks in one day, and if the sled hadn't broken, they would have probably had 900. That's just amazing. But um, That's two tracks, right? Yeah, two tracks. But, uh, That's you know, still stupid it numbers. Is. We were on 250-foot tracks, and in 10 hours we did 480, and we weren't, we weren't slouching. Screwing, yeah, we weren't screwing around. So, But d- the two groups had two different styles and philosophies of rule sets, and NATPA kind of has recognized the handwriting on the wall that we need to do something with numbers. And you can listen to prior shows and hear the full rap on that, but the, and the net end results are that uh, two top cuts stays under control of the board, so no changes, everybody's happy. So that's gonna yep. that that one stays the same. Division four will go to eight. It'll stay at eight mile per hour. The open speed limit thing is over. Um, they still have to sort out the RPM box deal. Uh, Division five will. This is not for next year. This is for 2017, 2018. That's the way the rule book works. Twelve mile per hour, and they did update the age limit to sixty one on the tractors. However, there's a but. 
the board has unilaterally decided to introduce starting next year a division, division five plus where we're going to have go nuts boys rd blocks whatever you want to do I, I didn't I, I wasn't there for the meeting so i didn't get to hear what was proposed 466 well, is in 466 came whatever. around after no, it did, but as far as where they're going to draw the line, you'll have to look on natpa.com or look for a message from Bob DeBerg outlining what that's going to be. The Hook Magazine like, every month. Uh, yeah, it'll be in the Hook. Once again, true, subscribe too. to one of Brian Lively's awesome publications. And we don't give Brian enough uh, props on the show. Yeah, absolutely And not. I apologize, Brian. Um, we've screwed up on that. I, I sincerely apologize for that because this guy has been... Nothing but a great friend and a great mentor. Yeah, he's been extremely good to the both of us. A great asset to helping us, not only with the show, but with our announcing career yeah. and our pulling knowledge and giving us insight into stuff, dynamics that we never knew existed. And uh, you want to talk about a guy who loves the sport for what it is and mm-hmm. uh, loves every facet of it and just he wants to, live to that honestly dream. grow this guy is living the dream. Absolutely. Charles and I are hoping to build our dream with this show and our announcing. But this guy went from being a teacher to now publicating two bi-monthly publications mm-hmm. on the sport of tractor pulling. One being the primary publication for a major pulling organization yeah. as PPL. Yeah, he is. He's the print guy for ppl coverage and having the ultimate honor ever this year oh did he ever and honestly if i was the people involved the blue shirts i don't think they could have picked a better person to do this no no he gets to write the booklet for the 50th anniversary it's gonna be more than a bowling green it's gonna be a legitimate book I forget what he said. Something like 170 pages or something like that. It's the 50th anniversary. It's going to be a legitimate, full-on book. And, Brian, I hope you're listening. I hope you know how much you mean to us and how much we love you as a friend, as a companion, as an advisor, as far as the polling-related aspects, and just as a good personal friend, period. Um, Just thank you, sir, for everything you've done. I, I think we definitely... Owe him a lot. Oh, I I uh, know I do. We could every week do this and still not um, truly reflect uh, what we owe this man. I I regret that I get stuck on the mic so much at events. I got to talk to Brian Friday morning for I think two minutes, and that was that's all I got. You know, I just to be fair, he's busy doing his job too. But I just you know I didn't get the chance to even really spend too much more time with him. And seems like in a lot of polls, it's that way. We (laughs) hi Brian, bye Brian, back to work. You know, I hate that, but yeah, it's just. Yeah, the nice part is like when we, we get talk, to Gordyville, we talk we more. We talk to each other more. I think on the phone away. You know, he he'll be at home in Kentucky, and I'll talk to him more on the phone than I get to at the polls where I actually get to see him. <laughs> but uh, no, NATPA. I'm uh, Division One rules were uh, also up. That's right, and I don't. I don't. Know I don't talk think about they it. made I don't think anything any really. No. Still sixty-one and older for them. Um. The big one was Division 5. Yeah, that was a biggie. That was a heavy deal. And we're going to go rant mode. Ah, this is... Okay. He, he, Drew told me there's he had a rant for 
the, tonight's show, and I told him, don't tell me what it is. I want to be able to provide instantaneous, rapid reactions to it. So, Well, this rant... I cede the floor to you, officer. This rant exceeds beyond what bullshit went on with Division 5. This extends to every damn club out there who's somebody sitting there bitching on the sidelines because, well, this rule wasn't added on, or this rule wasn't added on, or this rule wasn't added on. Go to the damn meetings. Speak your damn piece. Don't sit in the corner like a damn wallflower. And then go, well, my, they didn't do what I wanted to do. Division 5 is falling to pieces. The class is dying. We sat there all weekend. We saw two, quote me, two Division 5 tractors all weekend. Mm-hmm. 600 goddamn hooks all weekend. Eight of them were Division Division 5 tractors. And they ran against each other. They were pretty much against each other. Actually, I think they were were split off by a weight break once. Once. Barber's was lighter than Dodge's, and Dodge ran a heavier one than Barber did. But otherwise, they were against each other. That's it. The class is dying. It's got to be replaced at some point or another where major rule changes made. Bob DeBerg went out there and said, hey, guys, this is your opportunity. This is your open forum. Send in your suggestions. Do what you want. Give us your suggestions. We're going to look at them all, and we're going to vote in the best. Show up to the meeting and make the vote. I think five guys came. Five guys running 501 RD motors showed up. And what did they do? They sat in the back of the damn room, never opened their mouths, watched a vote happen, and all that was changed on that damn class was the age and the speed limit. limit. Yep. Oliver, guys, why weren't you in there asking for the big Waukesha? Alice, guys, you guys have been suffering for how damn long? You should have been pushing for the 301 block. Red, guys. You got an opportunity to go beyond the 301 block that you're limited on to begin with and go to a red diamond motor or go to a 466 motor. And you didn't. Ford guys, you had your opportunity to push for a bigger motor. You could have gone to a six-cylinder motor, bolted into a chassis, and you didn't. Moline guys, you could have pushed harder than what you did. I don't know what else they could get. <laughs> They're allowed the 800. They got the 800. But there's always something you can look for to get better knowledge out, you know, to gain you an advantage. Nobody did. Everybody kept their damn mouth shut. And I don't want to hear a single bit of bitching out of anybody on what's going on with Division 5 because you're not happy because this rule wasn't invi- rule voted in. You had your opportunity. All you had to do is pay your $60. You didn't even have to make a damn pass down the track to get your opportunity to vote. All you had to do is pay your $60 membership, and you could have voted that damn day and had your tractor on the track in 2017, 2018. But you didn't. You kept your mouth shut. Now, if you're going to bitch that, well, I can't go pull with NATPA because my tractor is loud because of this, that, and the other, you know what? Screw you. You lost your opportunity. You don't have a right to bitch anymore. And this extends beyond that. I'm sick and tired of the pullers out there going, well, my truck, I can't run this, or I wanted a hand throttle in, or yada, yada, yada. 
show up to the damn meeting, speak your mind, tell them what you want, and you know what? The guys are willing to vote on it. If you get voted down, so be it. You get the opportunity to bitch about it. Same thing when you vote for president. We don't get political here. But you know what? If you don't vote, you don't get the right to bitch. Yeah, this very debate's actually raging at this hour on the Michigan truck polling page on Facebook about what went on over the offseason with the diesel trucks. And I'm sorry, guys, if you didn't show up to the meeting and have your voice heard and you didn't participate in the process and make sure you were available for a vote, I really don't feel sorry for you. And to those who were willing to comment that it was unfortunate that the, uh, the meeting took place at a poll on a Thursday night. Well, for every organization throughout polling, you're going to have to go to a meeting somewhere at some point, whether it's at an awards banquet or at an event itself. So the travel thing is a non-starter for me. And if it's on a Thursday night, that's when it is. You're willing to take off Thursdays and Fridays to travel around the country to go to these events anyway. Why was this one different all of a sudden? I don't buy that as an excuse. You have PTO time you can use, vacation time. Half of you are in an occupation, self-employed, where you can come and go as you please anyway. It's not a starter for me either. I'm tired of it. I am just so tired of the whining. This sport is meant to be fun. Too many people look at the dollar sign or the damn coat and plaque at the end of a season. Then they're going to realize, hey, we're here to have fun. And if you're going to sit there bitch and whine, you know what? I don't care if you drop $30,000 in your damn truck and you got 30, 300 people following you. Stay the hell out of my event. Yeah, this is the social media responsibility thing that we railed against. I don't know what that was that two weeks ago, three weeks ago. What what we started off our damn pro show? We, yeah, we started off show. our show with first that. week, week one. I started into social media, and we've got evidence of another problem with social media, not through pulling, but within motorsports. Over this weekend, you got to be careful what you write and say. Oh God, you do. You absolutely do. If you're gonna write something, if you're gonna say something, stick to it own it what i'm gonna make sure you check your facts too what i'm ranting about right now you know what this does not reflect on pulling radio network this doesn't reflect on charles this doesn't reflect on life media of nick meyer this is andrew armstead find my facebook if you want to call me and bitch at me because i'm a complete idiot please do my cell phone number's right on there i could talk any hour of the day and i'd love to hear your pathetic reason on why you couldn't show up and vote on a rule that you so absolutely have to have. I'm sick and damn tired of it. Go pulling, shut your mouth, get out on the track, and show us what really counts. The hook drops, the bullshit stops, but some of you don't seem to know that. No, their mouths run the entire way down the track, pitching. He's got an illegal turbo, or he's got a hand throttle. His back seat is the original one that came with it. It's one that came off the production floor 50 models, fifty vehicles later. It's not the same. Bite me, blow me, I don't care what you got to do. Quit your bitching. Make the changes that need to be made. And quit holding this sport back. Bell helmets, now with the muzzle option. <laughs> Bell helmets made in Rantoul, Illinois. Yes, they are. We Some see of them, them anyway. We see them. Yeah. Actually, the original plant between yes. Rantoul and Gifford. Drive by it all the time when we're down there for Gordyville. So that's my rant for today. I know it comes early, but if you guys have a problem with what the hell I just said, AP at sidetrackpulling.com, Facebook, sidetracked with Armstead and Posh, Andrew Armstead on Facebook. Add me. I have no problem discussing with you. 
because you know what? Division five, you guys let the ball drop so damn bad. It's not even right. He'll talk to you. I won't. I got stuff to do. That's care. fine. Care. That's fine. This is care. Andrew's rant. I don't this care. is Armstead going I agree. Off. I agree with him. I don't care what your opinion is. You had the opportunity to voice it when it matters and you didn't do it. Now, after this, you're just sour grapes. So as far as I'm concerned, shut the hell up. Oh, I'll just tell them they're an idiot to their face. I don't have it. to talk to them for more than 30 seconds to tell them what a complete idiot they are. Put a sock in it. You know what? Bob DeBerg even went onto the Hook magazine and said, this is what we're doing. It was written up on the Hook. You guys saw what was going to be posted, what was going to be voted on a month and a half, two months ahead of time. How many places get that opportunity to mm-hmm. look that far in advance on the rules? Yeah. You know what? I'm actually I'm g- torn on what they did with this 5-plus thing. I think it needed to happen. It could have happened with a simple freaking vote. But on the other hand, how is this not a little bit of baby getting this bottle? Yeah, it really is. And maybe that's maybe that's the fundamental problem that we've got with with that particular organizational structure where it's vote of the members. Maybe it needs to be a dictatorship. You know what? Thumb we run with uh, the board gets the final vote on the rules. And uh, you know what? People do bitch and whine, but you're going to have that with any organization. The only organization I can honestly think of off the top of my head that we never had any rule bitching was one that's dying now, the one you and I got our start with. The rules we came up with right off the bat, everybody was happy with, and we never heard any whining about. How pathetic is that? Yeah. You know, it. God, God you're right. Division 5 plus is, yeah, the, the people who kept their mouth shut are getting their way, but I look at it more as the board's doing what has to be done because you guys are too much of a coward to do what needed to be done. Yeah, they they want you. They've solicited your ideas. They've extended the olive branch. Come, please, participate. Give us your input. And if, hey, a simple majority rules, if, if people agreed to it, we're glad to give it to you. He didn't even show up. Well, another one that bugs me, and we'll roll right, right in with that, Division 2T. Has always been a board-controlled class. And everybody's happy. Tickled pink. Loves it. And it's like, you guys had the opportunity to vote it in for the members to take care of. And they said no. They said no. Let the board keep it. Let Let the the board board keep it. it. Yeah. Now, I agree with that motion because after the Division 5 vote, you guys obviously are not competent enough to be able to manage your own rules. Yeah. You got to depend on a board of what? Eight people? Ten people? Whatever it is. To make the decisions for you? Mm-hmm. Get off the nipple. You're, you're an adult now. You don't need to be bottle fed. No. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to be able to figure out a set of rules. Lord knows you've made rules up. I've made plenty oh. of sets of rules up in the past two uh, years. Yeah, I've written, I've, I've written enough to the point where actually I don't want to write them anymore. Anymore, I just hand them, hey, go with these. These work. Yeah, I just, I, mm, I, yeah, I'm burned out on that one. I'm, you guys, what are you doing? Are you just complacent with the farm LMs going down the track? Apparently. Apparently. I Good mean, we, for us. we saw what, five Minneapolis Molines? <sighs> yeah. Three five stars and a UB. 
two on, UBs. Yeah. Jeff Gravert. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. No Molines there. It was a very, very red green weekend. John Deere G's. Oh. Farm all M's. G's and G's and M's. G's and M's. G's and M's. The and M's. damn Huey guy. And then uh, in the lighter classes, it's you know A's, A A's and H's, A, A's H's, two thirties and uh, WC's everywhere. Or Ford nine hundred series. Yeah, fair. Yeah, handful of those. Yep. A few Massey forty fours thrown in. Which I have to apologize, to Tom Reidner and Shad Reidner. I screwed you guys' names up back and forth all weekend. Because I kept standing in that open door where it's just a shadow. I couldn't see crap. <laughs> God, that made taking pictures really suck, too. I haven't even brought mine up to try to look at them yet. No, mine went to the developer today. I'll find out tomorrow how that if I've, if any if there's a single photograph in that those 10 rolls I packed off. Be an old school 35 millimeter. Just, it's so much fun, but it sucks and it's expensive and it's inconvenient. I might have to join the digital age here pretty soon. Yeah. But I don't want to. That's granddad's camera, cameras. I like using them. Hey. Use them. I am. It's just so, <laughs> it just sucks. Yeah, get the right body. You'll at least be able to keep using the lenses. True. Uh, like a make a nice uh, digital camera. Very nice. I've there got, you go. Actually, Spend I've got, the money. Well, cur- courtesy of courtesy <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking Euro Trip right now, Nick. I know you've seen that movie. It's been so long. Oh, that's all the guy went on about is his new Leica camera he carried with him. Well, considering <laughs> considering that Granddad, when it came to his SLRs, he was either all he had he had the two Leica Flex bodies and then a crap ton of Nikon ones. Well, because he had this is what he he ran professionally with. Thankfully, he had aluminum adapter rings, <laughs> so I can go back. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. <laughs> the only problem is I really can't stand Nikon bodies. I don't know. There was four that I used. When Ashton Kutcher represents your damn digital cameras, I'm not going to buy your crap. I'm sure when it comes to any product, I could find a corporate endorsement that I don't approve of. But, yeah, the four Nikon bodies I used uh, this past weekend, two of them, I really, really like them. I like what they do. You just got to get them clean now. Yeah, the two of them do, and the one Leica Flex needs, needs, needs to be repaired, but. So with that, because my mind's still going on rant, and I can keep going. Well, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna extend that because when it does come to the social media aspect, you know, there's, there's something I posted on Sidetrack yesterday. Yes. And I, I can't let the show go by without addressing it. And it's just that you've really we've hammered on this point, but I got to bring it up yet again. You got to be careful what you say, and you need to back up your 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 story with facts because things spread like wildfire. I had a very unfortunate accident at uh, Rockingham Dragway on Saturday with a top sportsman racer uh, going over the wall in a very violent accident. He was hurt badly. And almost immediately, it started going out over social media that he had died in this accident. He did die from the injuries he sustained, but not for at least a day. So this started going out everywhere, and and Brian Lonis, who's one of the two owners and and principal at Bangshift.com, was announcing it at Atlanta Dragway, another door slammer event. And he was receiving a ton of pressure to announce on the PA that this had happened uh, to, to Ronnie Davis. And he said, no, flat out, no, I'm not doing it. I'm in contact with people at the track who are not confirming this. I'm not saying it. And uh, he ran into somebody, I guess, the next morning, you know, 
or the next day. Yeah, so got, got talking about, oh, boy, isn't it horrible what happened? Or no, it was it was the next night after it was confirmed that yes, Ronnie did succumb to injuries in this crash and did pass away. And he said to somebody, Which, you know, hey, sorry to Ron- sorry to the Davis family, to the Davis family. Yeah, he was uh, by all we, accounts. You and I extend beyond pulling. We do. My, and, uh, we, if you listen to last week's show, you know I I have my thumb on the pulse of all this crap. And Ronnie Davis was a very well-known, respected top sportsman racer, very competitive winner, champion. Also stood behind a lot of rule development and a lot of the tech that went into top sportsman good racing. Guy, good guy. And so Brian was having a conversation with somebody Sunday night and said, boy, isn't it a shame what happened to happened to Ronnie? He passed away. And, and the guy he was talking to said, oh, yeah, he died last night. I was like, no, 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 he didn't. Um, stuff goes out, and it's very easy to hit that. We encourage you to hit the like and share button. But anything that we originate as content, believe me, it's been cross-checked about 15 times before we even post oh, it. Oh, absolutely. We don't just share just to share. No. Um and in that accident, we also got to think of uh, Ian Toker. I don't have a, I might be butchering, butchering his last name. Photographer for Drag Illustrated who was hit by the car um, in that accident. Had some very, very, very severe. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Very, very severe injuries to his lower extremities. Uh, spent most of yesterday in surgery having his pelvis reconstructed and, and some bones set in his legs. And he's got, I guess, some skin graft surgery that's going to take place on Friday. He'll be okay. But uh, just a bad deal. But the le- the larger lesson is, pay attention to what you say in the public domain. It's you. It's so easy to think with these bubblegum chewers that it's a throwaway comment, but it's not. You know, it boils down to that. I mean, it's election time right now. We don't get into our political comments. You will not hear us endorse anybody that Armstead imposed for president twenty sixteen. That's it. Yeah. As far as this show goes, we're apolitical. You know, it, you could probably guess how we lean, but we're apolitical. Aren't we? we are. I'm not. I'm not gonna bash one or the other. I'm so sick and tired. I don't care which way I lean. You know which way I lean. I'm sick and tired of everybody being on their Facebook page, sharing oh, yeah. memes and clips that are saying, "Well, this means this. This means this." All and this actually crap taken it. so it, far out of context. It, it's not even right. You could take something I said 20 minutes ago and make it sound like I was insulting the Davis family just because of miscommunication and wrapping of words around. Or a creative edit job. Yes. You know, day of modern technology, learn what the hell you're saying, know what you're saying. And take you responsibility for that, your words. That, I'm going to go, I'm going to get a little political with it right now is... Now I just extend with polling. Know what you're talking about. This is, involves your entire life and your political thing. If you have a party affiliation, that's fine. I don't care. You're entitled to your opinion. Mm-hmm. Know what you're voting on. Educate yourself. Know what the party's or what that candidate's platform is. Look into it. I'm sick and tired of the ignorance. Yeah. I mean, as much an as uneducated as... vote is not healthy. No. Nope. You become lemmings and sheep. And and I'm not going to sit here and tell you I I'm thoroughly schooled on all the issues. You don't I have certainly to not, be. I don't have the time to go that deep, but I do pay attention. You don't have to be. And I don't get my information from Twitter. I don't get it from Facebook. I don't get it from no. some cleverly no. crafted meme. My two rants on this. Go is, go for it. Yeah. N- number one, people who have this 
just unmovable political opinion based on everything they've seen on Facebook yeah. and nothing else. Guess what? Facebook doesn't even begin to properly cover any of the candidates. It's a giant feces-slinging party, and it's ridiculous. And most of the tripe that you find within that medium is actually deliberately misleading uh, to the point of, you know, I'll, I'll cite uh, the dihydrogen monoxide page. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. I love that page. Trolling social media to convince you that water is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and people buy it hook, line, and sinker I would, every day. I would never eat something that contains chemicals such as this. Look at all those syllables. I'm sweaty just thinking about it. You're an idiot. Water, dumbass. That's always one of my favorites to share. Yeah. <laughs> Science has proven that there's trace amounts of dihydrogen monoxide in battery acid, yet you allow this into your body. Okay. Okay, fine. Let's let engineer back to his rant. Rant, rant number two. Just because you disagree with someone's political views does not mean they're an idiot. We no. do not need to insult everyone who does not agree with us. Thank you. Unless you're a complete idiot, but you've shown that beyond all belief. And thanks to a movie that I know you and I've watched many times, a complete idiot, contrary to popular belief, is very hard to find. Normally, they're just half-wits. <laughs> yeah. so, Politics of personal destruction is so, really, really old. It kills me with the Davis death. The fact you guys went out there without confirmed knowledge and was spreading that. That family was going through hell, praying and hoping. Yeah. And you guys are out there just spreading. Changing, changing your avatar to, you know, pictures of him and rest, rest in, in peace. peace. And no. I, believe me, the, I, I know in your heart of hearts the sentiment was in the absolute right place. You're sharing. You, so you see it come across your feet. And you're, oh, God, that's horrible. I, I've heard of that guy. Hey, of course, I want to pay my tribute, too. But, geez, know what you're talking about a little bit yeah i'm sure the i'm sure the family doesn't want to you know i'm sure there's no there's a distant cousin you're or writing them off before the ding cousin or aunts or uncles who sees this and you know oh my god ronnie's ronnie's gone and well at that point no he he wasn't no he wasn't ultimately he was but that does not write that doesn't wrong. excuse it that doesn't excuse it so and and thanks to Thanks to Brian Lonis for teeing off and his barnstorming this week on that subject and, and Not putting to mention, in beautiful thanks perspective. Thanks to him for and, an awesome website too. Yeah, bang, if you don't if you don't ever check out bangshift.com, it's actually a source of of any story sort of motorsports. Any sort of motor he covers everything from tractor pulling, you name it. It shows up on Hydro there. And, boating, the whole yeah, nine yards. I it's mean, got an engine. They they talk about it, and I do I do pluck stories from them. So thanks to Brian for for sourcing on that one. Yep. So with that, we're gonna take a break here, and. Uh, I got to calm myself because I'm about ready to light into the pullers again about their stupidity. Nah, let's let that go. We got some minor news notes to touch on when we come back. Uh, it's going to be a shorter show, I think, this week. And Nothing wrong with that. I think uh, you guys got a lot to digest already. And uh, we took a little somber tone in this segment. but uh, We're going to lighten things up. Maybe, you know what, it might get you guys to th be able to think. Because maybe there's we might that affect going on two or three here. people. No, we're, we drink a lot of beer, but we at least have half a conscious before that. So, or at least one of us does. 
you you take your pick on which one. It well, there's is. three people in the room, and I think we aggregate to a conscience when we. <laughs> that sounds about right. Huh? Drew doesn't help much, but you know. Well, I'm the guy. There's a there's who a praise for the bell a, curve. There's a bell curve. I don't know which one of us is in the middle, but there's a bell curve. There. <laughs> Please, Charles Flunk. Please, Charles Flunk. <laughs> I'm okay with that. See the the other the other part of the. Uh, Half-wit and complete idiot piece is the, the ability to be blissfully ignorant. <laughs> so with that, we're going to take a break. This is Sidetracked. I'm pulling a radio network. Life Media Tech is your one-stop shop for multimedia, photography, videography, live event productions, and web systems and infrastructure design and maintenance. Life Media can handle it all. Drew and I trust Life Media to use years of experience to bring Sidetrack to you each and every week. Isn't it a time that you did the same? Serving Metro Detroit and the Blue Water area, contact Life Media directly at 810-689-4151. That's Life Media, 810-689-4151. All right, and we're back. I'm pulling Radio Network. This is Sidetracked with Armstead and Post. Wait for it, wait for it. Yeah. So delicious. Some people might want to act like us. Some people try to act like us. Well, that's the first mistake. This is not an act. But we're professionals. Licensed card carrying. We don't want to talk about the amount of beer I've already consumed today. And that's my regular show prep. Anheuser-Busch's stock symbol is BUD. I encourage you to buy shares tomorrow morning. They're already up in after-hours trading. (laughs) And unlike some other shows out there who are sponsored by Bud Light. Pondwater? We normally keep our tampons and our wives not in what we drink. Wow, that took a turn I didn't see coming. That was weird. Yeah, Bud Light is the drink for the wussies. Now that we've alienated 78% of our listening audience. What in the hell are you talking about? I have no idea. Clearly. As clear as the beer that is Bud Light. Budweiser. I'll drink to that. All right, we're good again. Dear God, if I don't own stock in Anheuser-Busch by now, we got problems. Your 401k probably does. Probably. I hope so. Really bad part is my dad's listening to this right now, and he's going, Dear God. God, son, just shut the hell up. My God, do you ever stop talking? That's beside the point. That's not where we're going on right now. You guys know I never stop talking. That's why I speak into a mic as a part-time job sometimes. You're definitely part-time. Hey, immunion, don't judge. (laughs) We're down to less than one-tenth of a listening audience now. What can we come up with to offend those who listen to us from Zanzibar? Your mother! <laughs> they don't understand that. It's got to start with something like... <laughs> <laughs> and that did it. 
good now that nobody's listening. Let's move I on to... I don't give a damn. And now, the news. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I hope it offended him. <laughs> I broke him. I broke him finally. <laughs> Play it. Come on. He has none. He couldn't handle it. Is this true? (laughs) Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. You knew it had to come this show. That's what she said. (laughs) I know. That's why she stopped by last night. So what else we got on the agenda since... Oh, I know we got on the agenda. We were talking camera bodies. Oh, yes, we were. And then our sound engineer tried giving us a heart attack. Lakeflex, great cameras, awesome cameras, top of the line. What do they have for digital SLRs, which is single lens reflectors? Oh, is that all? Only... $16,900 each at B&H Camera Shop. I'll take two. Body only, no lenses included. No. You want glass, you pay extra for that. What's that little thing in the bottom there? Save up to $200? Don't insult me. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to buy this, I'm paying full price just so I can say I did. Right? <laughs> it's an even better deal if you want some lenses. Oh, 34,500 is that all. Look at that. What does that come up? Two lenses. 30 mil and a 70. Oh, come on. Dude. We're tractor pulling, man. We're up in the buzzard's roost. I got to have at least a 200 in there. Uh, Ugh. Ow. Wouldn't that does be it, nice? What does it do? Set its focal distance? Do I want a light limited super stock or do I want a camera to take pictures of Polar? I'm going to have to dive into the spec sheet on that later. I'm pretty sure it does its autofocus via Doppler radar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how else to justify that? They have to have small midgets in there running gear mm. reductions for it. I was hoping for better than just midgets. I was expecting, like, you know. Leprechauns? No. Those like, are fancy midgets. Some sort of like 27th dimension <laughs> spectral being that passes the image through a semiconductor. Ah, you wanted a sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a drink one would have uh, first week of April in Daytona <laughs> Beach. He's never seen Doctor Who. No, no, he hasn't. Good. Next. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh. So there were some surprises uh, coming out from NTPA with their pre-commit lists, and it yes. was it was published in the newest Polar Edition, which I don't have, but they've been trickling them out on their website and what I've seen so far and have been gathering from other sources. A couple surprises in there. You know, one that caught us right off guard, somebody we know actually, uh, can't say quite well, but we uh, they do know my name, so that's saying something. Is the how, else they gonna, how else are they going to avoid you? Right? There's a list. If you guys want to meet, the group uh, gets together on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. At the Second Baptist Bar and Grill, it's the Andrew Armstead We Don't Want to Hear Them Anymore committee. Uh, kind of like Alcoholics Anonymous. I kick this out of our own church. Yeah. 
That's why they meet on Wednesdays. Oh, because we're here. Yeah. Right. It gotcha. Doesn't your wife host that group? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that explains the location. Yeah. Yeah. Some things I do to keep her happy. Not the ruby earrings I bought her again this week. Ooh. Anyway, back to <laughs> uh, light limited soup or light super stocks. Soup, yes, you need some soup. <laughs> no soup for you. This is Seinfeld show, anyways, basically. So this, this segment certainly is. But uh, name popping up on the limited soup or the light super stock. I honestly did not expect to see whatsoever. And we don't yet know what form it's going to arrive in. No, we have our speculation, and it's coming out of the Spiegelberg clan. Yeah. Adam pre-committed in the light super stock. Now, my speculation is, and albeit it is speculation, it's I'm going to put it up on Facebook in about 20 minutes as facts, is did Detonator get a new power plant? More than likely, it's an ace chassis, and so it can definitely handle whatever they want to slam into it, and there's ties there to Blackborn. So. I mean, they're at 370 right now with the DT360 Blackborn built motor. The only tractor in the stable that is not a 5.9 power plant. Right, as of now that... Wait, do they still have Ratitude? Ratitude's a 5.9. It didn't start that way. As far as I know... If... Ratitude's a 5.9. It might be. But the only uh, oddball power plant, so to speak, the new Massey is a 5.9 power plant under the hood. Um, White Mare always was. White Mare always was. Uh, Whiskey Throttle was. Yep. But uh, the only DT360, and it's the only Blackborne motor that they run. And I will be willing to speculate that might have to deal with the move into light super stock just based on the Cheezik, uh dominance in the class running Blackborn Motors. Yeah, and Cheezik's are going to have a third tractor, so that necessitates more than likely a second semi. So Spiegelberg jumps up, fills the truck up. Now you got four coming out of basically the same hole. Yeah, I mean... Uh, that's where it gets interesting. Speak, uh, Cheezix building uh, the third light super stock for the only reason of there's one pull that interferes at, between PPL and uh, NTPA. Yeah, so, so I think that one's gonna get, that one will get split off to the PPL. But. Yep, they got one devoted to PPL, one devoted to NTPA, and the one floating in between. Which I wish I had that type of money that I could go. And their third tractor, the new one, we don't know what that is either. There's no details so far. No, I'm going to, honestly, I'm going to venture a guess that it is going to be a carbon copy of the Armed and Dangerous. Yay, another Manatee International considered armed and machine gunnery sort of grenade thing. Yeah. This one's going to be called Armed Dangerous Call of Duty. Wasn't supposed to tell that. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> well, that depends who's going to drive it. If Terry's going to drive it, maybe they'll call it considered Darnman Dangerous Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering Brian's been the dominant, and that's another good point. Who's going to pilot the tractor at the one pull they can't make it to? 
Me. You asshole. Oh, well, did I? That's that's a sidetrack exclusive. I knew you were up to something. Yeah, it's it, okay. That's a man. I'm supposed to shut up. Oh, stupid always. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, who's gonna take the seat? I mean. Is Brian going to go with that and Terry and Josh going to split duties or how that's going to go? Or is Spiegelberg's? I mean, I mean, we're we're venturing a big guess saying they're going to be in with Spiegelberg's. Maybe they're using maybe they're copying the uh, NATPA national finals tiebreaker rules as set forth between Michael Bay and Tom Hurley. One has he with the most chrome wins. No, one has one has to do it with their hoodie on backwards so they can't see and the other has to do it in reverse. That's right, yeah. Okay, moving on from that dead air. <laughs> Boy, radio mistake. Huge black hole of silence. I'm out of beer. Wait. Never mind. Elsewhere. Uh, surprises within the uh, the lists that are, that are coming out. Mini Rods has uh, some That was another one that caught us off guard. <clears throat> It actually hits quite close to home. It does. Um, Joe Stock name showing up on the list. And again, no details. We don't know if it's Terry or Bob or another family I, I have or... to venture a guess on that. It is going to be Terry. Um, Bob's been a mod guy for too long. Always Terry's been, been a mod o- guy. Always been a mod guy. Terry's been the one who's gone from two-wheel drive to mod, unlimited mod. And I will... I will Terry, uh... on, I hate to put it this way, Terry's younger Minis require a little more effort, and uh, um, careful with that one. I know Ken Venny is the exception. Ken's in there, and Larry Kester. You know those who can't, but could come up but and kill everybody. Larry's also been involved with minis yeah. for as long as I remember. Experience level. Ken, Ken's the exception to the rule. You and I both know that the guy is, has probably some of the long, longest, the greatest longevity. In pulling, as far as age-wise, you know, there's guys who've been pulling longer. I mean, Ken coming from a drag racing background, oh for sure, yeah, into pulling. But um, I think the mini, as far as the Vinnies are concerned, was just probably easier to get around than the mods. Yeah, it what takes that a lot, boils down a lot to. less, a lot less maintenance. One engine versus four, uh, where he was at, and more, actually, it's more maintenance. You actually yeah. get learning about many. The engine runs harder, more. but you still only have one versus the four yeah. you had to service before. They're going through more tires than anybody, but that's a that's a that's a that's a story. We'll have to see if we can talk to Chad Mayhill about that, and maybe some of the many guys. But uh, interesting thought on that one. But, uh, but some other names on there, Martin. I don't know who, which Martin we're talking about. Um, I'm hoping a throwback to the Martin brothers. That would be sweet. Don't know. This is just this is going off of strictly off because NTPA's web. Yeah, I know it's in the puller, fine, but just last names what I've got available to me off this list because it isn't on NTPAPoll.com. There's a Thompson on there. I'm not sure exactly who that is. Rose, I can guess that that's probably Ricky. He'll partner a mini with the the mod they've already got. Not terribly surprised. Irresponsible speculation. And I'm going to preface what I'm going to say with that caveat because I am going to take ownership of what, what comes out. The irresponsible speculation that the Joe Stock tractor came out of Iowa. It's not a new tractor. It's a bought 
maybe a cast off from Bowers and they built a new one. Poss- very possibly could be. We'll see. Uh, time will tell here in the next few weeks. I heard uh, Uncle Larry got a job with Bowers. That was, yeah, he was out there doing an interview with them and I guess. Said he uh, was starting. First April, go figure. I mean, I got tired of. It's right at the beginning of the month. I got tired of filtering crap there in Brownsburg, so he's decided to move to Peyton and. Farm some farms. That steel. was April 1st, wasn't it? Um, might have been. Uh, it makes sense now. <laughs> oh. Well, too bad. And then today, the diesel super stock list came out. Any uh, exciting additions or yeah. vacancies? No, there. Well, vacancies, yes. Shramics are off. Uh, seems they're probably going to stick closer to home. Probably pull out laws this year. But a name that I don't think anybody's going to be uh, sad to see there. In fact, quite happy that it is there, given recent events. Mister Esden Lane is on the list. And Doing a lot be better. Yeah. Thank you for the uh, Redline Fever uh, pulling team uh, Facebook page. Um, keeping us up to date on what's going on with Edson. You didn't have to do that, by the way, because a lot of stuff like that, people want to keep it private, but they obviously the recognition, know what type of... Uh, recognition to what he means and that tractor means to a lot of people involved in the sport, especially us here in this room, too. So Yeah, definitely very, very an nice idol for me. Um, keeping us up to date. And when we first heard, you know, what was going on with him, we think uh, the small intestines and the guests... Uh, gastrational track you you don't think of anything super major as far as surgery no but it was pretty but big it deal. was a pretty major surgery considering he finally just got off his last iv you know here a week yeah. plus out from the surgery and uh edson doing very well from what we we're able to gather prayers to him as always uh speedy recover to the king of smoke sure the tractor will be out. I don't know if to start the season he'll be actually in the seed. In fact, I kind of figure he won't be. I anticipated probably to travel out of the shop with uh, Steve Burge with lock and load and one of those guys to probably drive it to start the year. But um, either way, just to have him be able to kind of soldier on and, and keep Redline Fever out there and hopefully him be in the seat by midseason would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, definitely, definitely glad to hear that one. Yeah. But you also had another point you wanted to bring up here, and we're getting lower on time. I did, yeah, real quickly. Uh, I listened to Jason Schultz's show on Monday where he, he interviewed Greg Randall Let's from Grow NCPA. Pulling Let's every Monday pulling. night, 7 o'clock, if I remember it? Yes, uh, 7 Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay. And uh, Greg made a very, very valid, very interesting point about, and it's a lament we hear from, we hear in this very area about, from promoters, what do we do to grow our attendance for a tractor pull? And Greg's Greg made the very valid point. He he would ask, how are you promoting the tractor pull at your fair? Because a lot of these events are fairs. It's not a standalone deal. Standalone deal is different. And the answer that would come back is, well, we we do flyers and we do radio and TV and we promote the fair and and it'll go something along the lines of. You know, this uh, July 1st through 7th, the, you know, what have you, county fair. Blah, 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 county fair. We got bump and runs. We We got got figure eights. And we we got got tractor pulls. And a truck and tractor pull. And his point is, is that a lot of, there's a lot of competition for acts to come to these fairs that has driven down the price of, you know, the major, really, we're talking about the concerts. 
the concert prices have come down relative, or they haven't grown over time. Whereas the sport of pulling and, and the cost of a contract to have a major major pulling event, but not just a major pulling, any pulling event has proportionally grown to where the tractor pull may now be number one or number two of your expense for grandstand events throughout the course of your fair fair. And he, he, he will frame it in the sense of, let's use a name that everybody knows, Garth Brooks. If Garth Brooks is coming to your fair to play a show, you don't say, come to the what-have-you county fair July 1st through 7th, rides are $20 all admission, and oh, by the way, we're going to have a bump and rum and a demolition derby and a tractor pull and Garth Brooks is playing. No, you're going to say, appearing Tuesday night at the what-have-you county fair, Garth Brooks, 7 p.m., and then you might throw in a mention of the other stuff that's going on. Why would you focus on that for him being that much of an expense to your fare and not treat the tractor pull the same way? If it's that much a piece of your budget, it deserves a proportional focus of your marketing efforts and marketing budget as well. And I thought that was a very unique take, uh, a concept that is very valid and uh, one I hadn't really heard elucidated before within the framework of, of the fare-based uh, event uh, versus the standalones that we see. So well said by Greg, and, and I appreciate the perspective on that and why I felt it was important to reiterate it here. You know, he's absolutely right there. We talked about, in our first episode ever, of uh, Sidetracked, the Facebook aspect of it. Yeah. And unfortunately, the radio ads and that, it has fallen stagnant as far as the county fairs. Mm-hmm. Is it's we run from X amount of date to X amount of date, and we got this, this, and this going. They never highlight a specific event. No, like you said, short of a concert. Our main is the same way. Our main event, so to speak, around here. Yeah, we got lots of events that go on, but that is the big granddaddy of them all, and everything boils down to the free concert every year. Yeah. And, and as a, as a piece of the budget, and I'm not privy to our made affairs direct expenses, but I I, I know a, a little bit about it, and, and really with some of the other affairs that we attend, yeah, us coming in as a poll, whether it be our made where it's non-sanctioned, don't call it brush, because we're we're not you know we're on top it's well of well above a brush poll, um, or or it be you know the St Clair County 4H fair where it's it's thumb coming up for for two nights there. Guarantee you, on in terms of their grandstand event budget, we're probably right up there in terms of what it costs them to have us come oh, and do the show. Oh, we're higher than a figure eight or a bump and yeah, run any day. You can almost guarantee it. But then why don't you kick a, a disproportionate amount of that into making sure you see return on that investment by highlighting it that this is going on? So, um, yeah, there's the ability to target market a little bit better through social media than there is in the mass media, and that's that's the prattful of mass media. you got to shoot for lowest common denominator, but still, as as proportionate basis of cost cost to have and, and return on the investment, you probably should be hoisting that flag, excuse me, for us a little bit higher. Yes. And that's not just self-interest talking. That's just that's the economics of it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are complaining numbers are down coming to the polls and that. I think a lot of it, I mean, we've dealt with this with the Burville three-day event. Yeah, that's another, that's been actually a real crucible of this very phenomenon. Very is, much so. People are going, well, we didn't know what was going on. Yeah, big time. That's a, that's And that's a after real... us for paying for radio ads in the Metro Detroit and Port Huron area. Yeah, real little illustrative of that. Phenomenon. And it's pretty sad we have the largest metropolitan area in the world. By geographic area, yes. And we can't draw numbers. Yeah. 
And, you know, we've readjusted and things like that, but it's... Interesting. For those of you who listen around the country, this is a fun fact I learned the other night from that, that book I bought about the physical size. People don't realize how large Detroit is. And they, not by population, but physically big. You can fit all of Boston, all of San Francisco, and Manhattan Island into Detroit. That's how physically large of a city oh, this I is. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. You know, and that's not, that's not suburbia. That is literally city of Detroit. And the suburbs make the city look tiny. And, and it is. It's a that's something. In you terms know, of physical size of a metropolitan area, I think only Los Angeles really. It's it is bigger, but they're the only ones. We have we're greater the metropolitan area than Los Angeles. You know, it's because it's huge. you get into like Oakland. Oakland's a major city, so it gains its own right things like that. But you know, we're gonna get sidetracked a little bit here. We got some time to kill, but. Uh, like you go to Chicago for us. Chicago's the big city. It's a huge city as terms of the but, metropolis, but, but it's not a lot of physical space. We get there and it's you get right outside, it's nothing out of physical Yeah. Chicago. Whereas you get out of Detroit eight miles, guess what? You've gone through two towns. I do notice that continual. I travel around, you know, the little bit of traveling I do do, at least east of the Mississippi particularly, and not west too. I've noticed that phenomenon too where you'll have a major city or, and, and then you'll have the suburbia around it and then all of a sudden it's like somebody flipped a switch and you're in the middle of a farm field. We don't do that here. No. There is a huge trickle down. You are literally, 8 Mile is the boundary line for Detroit. We've all heard it between yeah. Eminem, Hardcore Pawn, whatever, you know. Whatever show you watch, Malden, Detroit. Don't you have anything better to do than watch that crap? I don't watch it. Before you finally get a vacancy where there's some open land, going up 94, you're at 23 Mile Road. And really... Which, do the math. And that's just in that's one direction. 15 miles north of the boundary of Detroit before you hit open country. I'll If you turn the compass point due north and come up M53, you've got to go, quite honestly, you've got to go 45 miles away from the city center to get to nothing. Yeah. 45 miles. And even at that, the next town, Elmont, you will have a traffic jam at 5 p.m. trying to get north of there going home because folks around here, This, let's face it, this is the Motor City. Everybody drives. There is no mass transit. We drive. There's bedroom communities, people traveling 70, 80, 90, 100 miles to go to work every single day. And, uh, you know, the suburban encroachment. Where I, where I grew up, Romeo, where I live now, when I was a kid, it was a truck farm and orchard community in the early in the early and mid-1980s. Uh, the, the fields and woods I used to play in, it's all suburbs now. And we're at 32-mile road, which is essentially 32 miles due north of downtown Detroit. Yeah. So... I think that's all we got for tonight. We're going to wrap up a little bit early, but uh, maybe you guys go to bed and contemplate what you need to do as far as rules, meetings, or... Or maybe you turn this suckage off early. Yeah, they're not listening at this point anymore. You got anything, Mr. Life Media? I got nothing. Well, that doesn't do us any good either. It's not my job. Good point. Click the button. He makes it sound <laughs> wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. A little well, early. It wasn't bad. 
Yes, I'd collect the bot. <laughs> he makes it sound good, but it's up to us to provide content. Next week, on a sidetracked. Oh, yes, we do have to hit on this. Not just on sidetracked. I'm pulling Radio Network. Yeah, we do have to touch on this. On Sunday, 6 o'clock. 6 p.m. Yep. You will hear everybody involved with pulling Radio Network. Live on show. One show. Live. Hosted by The Godfather, Eric Pruitt. Moderated. Moderated by. The Godfather, Eric Pruitt. You're going to hear people from the west side, or west of the Mississippi. All is from the east side. It's announcers week. It is. It's us. We like hearing our own voice all the time. We're going to discuss on Sunday our thoughts on, on the craft of doing a proper announcing job. And then throughout the rest of the week... Each one of our shows is going to interview one of the big names in the announcing community. Uh, we won't say who we're going to talk to just yet because we haven't confirmed him. <laughs> Not that we procrastinate or anything, but uh, never happens. But yeah, it's it's a chance for that. And then we also are going to have a, a little bit of a sidelight. Um, interesting thing that we're going to get to do Saturday night open house at ENS Motorsports. So we're going to go yeah, we'll touch into that. Check that out. We might even do some, actually. We that, might do some live I think that'll earlier. wait uh, probably a week. We could do that. We touch on hookers and blow. Because, yeah, they are going to be um, our central we're tonight have, show. So. We're, two weeks, we're going to have Scott and Ed Schubert yep. on. Uh, but we might tease that by doing maybe we some. Tease. We'll, do, we'll do some live shots from, from Saturday night in the shop and give you a little insight in what, what you can look forward to with that show because I think it'll be actually as, as great as Darren Gilbert was and he really turned the light on to a very unique thing. When we go back to whether it's compression or spark plugging, a reciprocating engine that these guys are going to talk about, I think is very fascinating. And, and very it's another oddball, yeah. oddball form. So it's uh, It'll be tune cool. in definitely. As always, sidetracked. Saturday I mean, night, Saturday night between six and nine. Keep your eyes on our Facebook page. We'll throw some live five stuff and up nine because I'll be out there at five o'clock. All right. So. Yeah, I probably won't get there till six, but yep, six uh, p.m. But uh, as always, get a hold of us. On our website, www.sidetrackpulling.com. Email us, ap at sidetrackpulling.com. Hey, that, that matches up. Go figure. And then on Facebook, Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh. Two O's, and it's not in Armstead. So uh, get all this like, share, let everybody know how crazy and drunk we are. And Especially least, this week. Yep. <laughs> and... Uh, let us know if you have suggestions for any future shows, stuff you want us to touch on, want to know our opinions, because Lord knows we'll let you know what they are. Uh, get a hold of us, shoot us a message. We'll be sure to reply to you. And uh, you know what? One thing I did forget from the NATPA stuff, I have to give a shout out to Mr. Alan Pruse. Guy who's given us a couple show ideas we got to run with. He did, yeah. Some interesting stuff coming from those crazy Scandinavians. And... Uh, one I kind of want to run with here in the near future, and uh, I'll even get a little give a little teaser about it. Inner club cooperation on scheduling. Oh, you're not just drinking; you're smoking now. You know I smoke. Come on, <laughs> tobacco. Le Left-handed one. <laughs> oh no, I don't do that. But uh, we'll get into that next in a future weeks. Here, my name's Armstead. My name is Kane. <laughs> and have a great night. Thank you, Mr. Life Media. Nick Meyer, as always, awesome job, sir.
Except with the drops. Fire it off one more time. Go ahead. Do it. I dare you. Is this? Fix that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that. Now now who's fixed? (laughs) I dropped the mic, but they're on booms. (laughs) You guys have a great night. Tune in as always. 8 p.m. Thursday nights. I'm pulling a radio network. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Get out my trailer. I want you out.